right, you guys, we are back. It is Amanda and Baron, and in studio, we have Bill with us. I uh, want to give a shout out to our sponsors for this half of the segment, which is Five Marketing with Mike, who's absolutely amazing for all of your website business needs. And Keep It Sarah Simple, uh, Kiss. She's absolutely amazing for all of your diet needs which is a lot of what we touch on. So if you are wanting to get into the solution to better yourself and health, she is your go-to. All right, so let's dive into it. Why don't you tell me how you guys met? Well, that is an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I had decided to do the Warrior Dash in early 2018, and Brenda was in Arizona. She wasn't planning coming back up for it, and I just needed a little bit of money to buy our plane ticket. So this friend of mine, who is my mechanic, his name is Doug. He actually advertises on this this radio station, right? Mm -hmm. So I went to Doug, and uh, right beforehand, like, all of our cars had broke down. (laughs) I said, Doug, I just paid for your Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just need a little bit of help. So he wrote me a check for $200, which was really cool, and it paid for Brenda's plane ticket. That's awesome. And I thought, you know, if I could do a... And, but I also realized now I had this guy who I wanted to thank, and so I said, I don't know a whole lot of businesses in town. Any ideas for a networking group? He says, well, I go to this networking group on Thursdays morning if you kind of want to come with me. Um, Bill may remember that I got there, and I started to talk, and then I just couldn't talk for like... No, you couldn't. It was like, it was just a water fountain, so, was, you know, we had to... <laughs> Doug had to take over and, and yeah. help me out. Oh. I, I lost it emotionally trying to tell what was going on with Brenda. Right, right. Uh, and anyone that gets to know me, I'm a crier. And, and so anyway, I said, I really need someone that could do T-shirts. Well, Bill's at this I'm meeting. sitting right there. And he goes, I do T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> and so Bill and I sat down together. It was January 2018. And the idea was to do two shirts. Two right, shirts. Two yep. sh- one for Brenda, one for me. Yep. yep. That would have Doug logo and your logo on the back of it. Yep. But I think I told you before, how many are we at now? 2,500. 2,500 T-shirts. That is amazing. In nine colors now. That's so awesome. I know. So was your original shirt pink? Pink. It was. Okay. And uh, the original idea, uh, and really I I give Bill all the credit because I just said this is is what I want to do. And then he came with this really fun design. And it was on the back of the shirt. And it said, kicking cancer in the... Donkey. With the donkey. With the donkey. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, surprisingly, people still got offended by that. Oh, gosh. So now it actually says kicking cancer. We took the in the off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the original one had the donkey on the back. We moved it to the front so you can see it when you're walking. So there's, oh, been, yeah. there's been some modifications. Learning, growing pains, if you will. Right. Right. Growing we, pains in design and oh. the way they were applied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the original one... Build it in like three or four different colors. It was really cool, but it wasn't going to be co- seven. Seven. It wasn't going to be cost effective for either one of us. Right. So he and I have talked through this, and we find a way that you know we can both still have a product that he can make some money on. We can make some money for the organization as we sell these shirts. Right. But the cool thing is, is there's now a shirt in 29 states. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And as of about two weeks ago. There's a shirt in Tanzania. Woohoo! Thanks to Jackie. Yes. And there's now a shirt in Spain. Oh, wow. One of mm-hmm. our board members is over there hiking through Spain, and she's going to leave a shirt in Spain. Oh. I love it. So we're up to 29 states and 15 foreign countries. That's so exciting. All from this silly idea of two shirts. Two shirts. That was it. Two shirts. <laughs> just to, just and to it's make it a... flourished. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 
the other thing that's kind of fun is that a year went by, and we were going to do the war, we said let's do a war dash again. So I looked at Brenda and I said, and I'm, and again they can't see what I'm wearing, but I'm wearing the war dash shirt from 2019. Mm-hmm. And so I said, why don't we get muddy for Michael this mm-hmm. time? Yep. I had never met Michael. Bill had told me about Michael, and so I, I when Brenda got here for the war dash, I said, let's go find Michael and give him a shirt. Sure. So Bill said, well, he works at the Walmart there on Turner Road. But still, I didn't know what Michael looked like. Right. So, <laughs> so I get out of my car with Brenda, and we go walking in. I said, well, let's just, let's just ask this young man that's pushing the carts if he knows who Michael is. Guess who the guy pushing the carts was? Michael. That was Michael. That was Michael. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it was really cool. Put you right there at the right place. Yeah. So we got out to Canby to do the war dash. We had 45 people that year. Mm-hmm. And... I think three of them knew who Michael was. Mm-hmm. But as you come out of that last obstacle, it's just this mud pit. You're just like a chocolate person when you walk out. <laughs> and here they are just covered in mud, and Michael's still bright pink. Pristine um, clean. Yes. So. <laughs> but they had a lot of fun getting money from Michael. That's awesome. I love that people rally around such a good cause, uh, even if they don't know the person personally. Mm-hmm. Just the cause itself touches them, and so they rally around it. And yeah. I love that. But I, I think that if you go back to our podcast, find the 11th episode, um, it's called Beating the Odds is the name of that episode, and that's actually okay. me telling Michael's story. Okay. But um, I can't do that story justice because I wasn't there. Right. <laughs> well, hold on really quickly. Okay. So if anybody of our listeners want to buy any of these shirts that we're talking about. Oh, we don't sell them. <laughs> Wait, I, I've heard something else about that. That I'm running out of shirts. I need these shirts. I, I did the last order. How big was that last order, Bill? Like, was like 300 shirts for that last order? 250, 300, something yeah. like that. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. The last order so you was... you were busy. I was busy. Yeah, we were, it was time to replenish the inventory. Yeah. So if you do want a shirt, you can go to kicking-cancer.org, and where it says get involved, there's a spot that says buy shirts. Okay. And you can buy shirt there. Um, you can use your Visa, your debit card there. You can Venmo to Kickin' Cancers, our Venmo account. Okay. Um, or you could always just email Amanda and say, hey, I love your radio show. How do I get a shirt? Yep. That always works, too. I love to help out people. So if you can't figure it out, reach out to me, and I will get. I will help you find them. And for those listeners in New Mexico, we don't have a shirt in New Mexico yet. Okay. And All if right. you happen to live in North Dakota, we don't, live in, we don't have shirts in North Dakota yet. Either. All right. So there's a challenge for <laughs> listeners out there. I'm going to have to change the back again. All right. <laughs> Every time we change the back when the more states come along. But, I love it. But I thought it was really, really neat if you could just kind of hear what it was like to be the parent. Uh, and so Michael was almost four, right? Almost four, a month before his fourth birthday. Actually, with the symptoms started earlier than that because he would get headaches, and I get headaches. I suffer from migraine headaches, and the doctors just kept saying, that's it. Just like a genetic thing? It's just, it's just genetics. He, he, he get, he's having migraine headaches, and, and he would lay down on the floor and pound on his head and say, make the pain, make it stop, make it stop. And then he would pass out. Oh said, wow! These aren't these aren't headaches. We need to a little bit different. We need to we need to find out what's going on. Uh, my my ex wife she pushed to get him to at least get a CAT scan, um, and the doctor I think more or less reluctantly said, "I'm going to appease you, and we'll we'll get a CAT scan." More just to make you stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and uh, like you said, uh, once that technician started in on the CAT scan. 
we could watch his face because we because we were just you know he was so young they had him in the other room and right. we we were right there with the technician and and the look on his face was he, it, it, he just knew mm-hmm. I mean you do that many scans <laughs> you, right. you, you know what you're looking at right and so he said I can't tell you what's going on but uh, the doctor across the street will get the uh, get you the information so. Of course, now everything is online. You you get the you do the scans and they're immediately uploaded. Right. Then it was film, and you got to bring the you got envelope take, over. Because it was almost almost thirty years ago. Almost right? thirty years ago. So um, once we met with the doctor, he handed us the film and said, "There's a doctor up in up at OHSU at Dornbecker's, and he's the one who can take care of this. Take this film." And take it up to the doctor. But, but, but I remember you telling me that he said, go home, pack a bag right now, and go to the hospital, right? Like, don't waste any time. Yeah. Yes. So we... Head straight there. Just head straight In there. Makes sense. Yeah. So that was... What did that feel like? Was it just like, is everything going to be okay? What's wrong? Yeah. What could it be? Exactly. Um, you're, you have all kinds of scenarios running through your head I mean, as you're yeah. driving for... An hour, right, right, and uh, finding this doctor and just trying to make sense of what you've just learned. Just navigate the situation of what could be. What could be, yeah. And, Did they give and you an it, idea of of at, it being cancer? Or? At that time, they didn't. They didn't want to say if it was you. or wasn't cancer. Right. Um, they just uh, like like had Baron has said that we. We're passing the doctor off the elevator, and and the receptionist was right there, the, or the nurse's station was right there, and we said we're looking for, looking for Doctor Pyatt, and he popped back off of the off of the elevator. Oh, so the doors were about to close, and he heard his name, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, you say something." Yeah, so we wow. said we said that we need to give these these films to Doctor Pyatt. So he said, "Oh, let me see them." So he took them, looked through them. And said, call my wife and tell her to cancel our, our vacation because this child needs help. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and then what? Do you guys stayed there? No, actually, he uh, he actually sent us home uh, and just gave us a time frame that surgery has to, get, has to happen now. Right. Uh, but to go home, make arrangements. We had other kids. Make sure that everybody's taken care of. Right. And then come back up. So, Salem to Portland isn't that far, but right. it's it's long enough when you're when you're trying to figure out what's going on. Yep. So, um, so I I saw a look on your face just a second ago because um, I know how hard it would be for me to talk. But um, so when the doctor said this kid needs help, what went through your head? Because I I could see a look on your face when you were trying to verbalize that. Uh, it's more I, I, he knows more me as a parent. I'm just, you know. You're clueless. You're I'm, scared. Yeah. He has more of the facts. Yeah. So if he's scared. Then yeah. Now you, now you told me once that he didn't tell you that at that moment, but you learned later that Michael had like four days to live if you hadn't taken care if of the we, problem. If we hadn't, he had less than a week to live. If um, you had been there. If we If we hadn't have taken care of it at that time. It was, it was half of the size of half his brain. It was half the size of half of his of brain. Half his brain. Wow, that's a big tumor. That's a big tumor uh, sitting on his brainstem. Yeah. So, 
So, and that's got to be a pretty big deal for the doctor to say, cancel my vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. Well, and you told me the vacation was Hawaii. Yeah, he was <laughs> He was heading off to enjoy, enjoy some time away, you know, well, being with his family. When he was getting on the elevator, he was headed to meet his wife to go to the airport, right? Yes, yes, so they were. So it wasn't like cancel the vacation next week. It was cancel vacation. He was on his way to take vacation. a vacation. Yeah. Which speaks volumes of the doctor, too. That does. I commend him for that, mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. Michael's life first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. So, so now you come back. A day later for the surgery? Yeah, we come back for the surgery. Uh, they, of course, Dorn Becker's is great. They Amazing. How they treat their kids. Um, mm-hmm. um, we had a stuffed animal that got an IV with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so that he knew it was okay. Yeah. So uh, they got the IVs. We got the surgery time. Um, nine hours of surgery. Um and there, and there, and you were telling me um, during the break that if this had happened now, they use a radiation plate. A radiated uh, uh, chip would they would put that beside the tumor, and it would shrink the tumor. That's but, that's how they deal with it. That's what we've been told that they, how they deal with it, this this now. particular tumor now. But then it was open up the brainstem, and they took out ninety seven percent. He said, I've touched the brainstem as much as I feel I can. I have, and then they had to leave 3% in. Yeah. So. Was that hard to hear that they that, didn't get it all? That, it was hard, especially when they came back and said, it's cancer. We, we've done our biopsy right here, right now, and it, it's cancer. So when he said there was 3% left that mm-hmm. they couldn't cut off, mm-hmm. what, how did they tell you they're going to get that 3% off? That, then it was radiation. Uh, six weeks every day. Only day off was was Sunday, so six weeks of 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 radiation to a four year old. Wow, and 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 chemotherapy as well. Chemotherapy after that. So radiation first. Radiation first, then two years of chemotherapy. So how long? How how many weeks of radiation did he get? It was six weeks. Six weeks. Six at straight four weeks. years old. Yes. Yep. And did that take away that three <sighs> percent? They didn't tell us. At that time, if it had or not. Okay. Um, but they but, they probably didn't get it all. If they decided to do chemotherapy oh, yes. as well. I'm yeah. Apologize. Right. Yeah. yeah. But but you told me once that um, radiation has to go somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and in Michael's case, where did the radiation go? Well, the radiation um, went down his spine. So he fu- his spine was basically fused. Um, his his younger sister is six two. And his youngest brother is six seven. Oh wow! Michael is five two. Okay, because and his brain, his spine didn't grow. It's because his spine didn't grow. His growth plates were closed. So he, he is the size he is. He's not disproportionate, right? By any means, he just, it, it's just he didn't He's not grow. Tall. He didn't grow like the like his brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said we never know. He could have. We had the opportunity. We could have done growth hormones, but they said. There's no guarantee. Right. So was it the radiation that caused the ear problems? No, that was chemotherapy. That was the chemotherapy. Chemotherapy. We were told that at this time, at that at that particular time, um, there is a chemotherapy for adults, and there's not a specific one for kids. So if you want him to survive, you've got to give him this chemotherapy. So you're going to give a four-year-old an adult dose of chemotherapy? Yep. Yep. Now... And we've been doing this together for a while, Amanda. 
um, chemotherapy cannot tell the difference between good cells and bad cells. No, right. It takes everything out in its And the problem is is that within your brain, it's all cells. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you were telling me earlier that a lot of the damage that has been created Mm – um, Michael does Special Olympics he because special. He, he, he has he has uh, learning disabilities. They he's basically a ten to eleven year old boy in a thirty year old body. Right. So, and that's that's and he's he's functioning. He's, he he uh, can ride the bus. He can get to work. He can he can speak. He can do all that. Right. He can interact with you. Loves sports. Um, loves golf. Loves golf. <laughs> that he does. Uh, in fact, but so, so we're starting uh, bowling. So that's okay. That, well, and he's won. Off. He's won the Special Olympics golf a few times, hasn't he? He, him, and his brother have won gold multiple times. Oh so, wow! Because they do, they do a partnership, unified. So they take a, every other shot. So okay. The they call him the coach takes a shot. Participant takes a spot. Takes a shot. Okay. So, um, yeah, they've they've uh, won gold a few times. So that's awesome. But in the chemotherapy at four years old, um, what did it do to his mental growth? Did he? Ha- I mean, like, did he lose the ability to speak? Did he lose the ability to walk? Did he have to learn all over again? Uh, after the surgery, we had to teach him how to walk again. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was. We were at the hospital. We were up at dorm breaks for three weeks. So it was teaching him how to how to walk, how to function again. Um, he never really did lose the ability to speak because right after surgery, he they called him the Tasmanian devil because he was pulling off leads, <laughs> pulling out this and that. And because he didn't, you're a four-year-old. You don't understand. You're a, And you don't understand what a catheter is for. Right. So um, he's, he's yanking on all kinds of things and they, they, Nicknamed him the the Tasmanian Devil, <laughs> which he had put a tattoo on his leg of a Tasmanian Devil. So. <laughs> um, I always wonder why he chose that for the tattoo. Now I know why. That is why okay. because he, he they they called him the Wild Child, the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. So, but no, he came out talking right after that. So we didn't okay. have to teach him how to talk. So, That's but good. balance and and especially the chemotherapy really affected his ears. Um, that was that was the part that they told us would be the worst is that it would eat out his his hearing bones and it did um, so he has bone acred hearing aids but it also with that with eating those hearing bones it's his balance isn't great okay so his eustachian tubes that normally develop uh, as you grow the radiation destroyed him right. So, he how you would normally how how things would normally drain mm-hmm. just doesn't work right. So, and even now um, at thirty four years old, there's still drainage problems. There's still drainage problems. I was just going to ask: Do you guys ever come across new new things that are going on as he gets older and grows? It's mainly the ears. Okay. Um, actually, his right ear because they have they call them uh, cholesteatomas, little slough tumors. Um, but they have to be taken out. So they would cut the ear off and then clean out the inside of his ear and then sew it back on. And that happened just a few weeks ago, right? That happened just a few weeks ago. So the right side, they've completely sealed off. It's, it's, if you look at it, there's, there, it's, it's a nice smooth <laughs> surface. So. Right. Um, 
there that is the discussion of what we're going to do with the other ear because it's 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 ongoing so but he doesn't need the ears for the same reason you and i need ears though right no he just uses it for holding his hat up so <laughs> <laughs> he, his bone naked hearing aids are what how he hears yeah so Okay, so without, so he only has one ear now. So Is with that... the with the bone acre, he with those on, he can hear. Okay, take them off. Cannot. He okay. Can't hear. So if you think about when when you and I first met <clears throat> was when we did the polar plunge, and <clears throat> we were doing that plunge for Michael. Right. Um, I remember after we got out of that cold water, we went into this room to change clothes, and Michael couldn't hear. He because he had to take those hearing implants off to jump in the water. Right. So he is he's flying blind so to speak he can't he can't hear a thing he's looking at i remember being in there and he's looking at bill mm-hmm. like reading lips because he can't hear until he gets those things back mm-hmm. on yep yep right? yep that's exactly it so he has he can sleep great at night never doesn't have to worry about any sound so <laughs> i said we we've said did you hear that no oh, never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how how long did that pro i mean he's four years old how long did that process go on of the like the the chemotherapy chemotherapy was two years so by six years old yes so so at six did you think he was out of the woods they didn't they told us in the middle of chemotherapy just enjoy him till he's 10 because that's his life expectancy so okay that that's it that's that's the best that we can tell you right now so uh so was it like a glorious day to celebrate his 10th birthday it was and then at 15 when they said this is ten years and here and he's cancer free, <laughs> that was even better. Wow! Yeah. So, so he is cancer free now. Okay. So we haven't had any any relapses or because we were after the after the surgery we were there every three months, then every six months, then every year, and then it just got to the point where it said he's cancer free. Yeah. So, so when you were hearing me read. Um, Linda DeHart's version of mm-hmm. of Nolan. Yeah. Did that resonate? Was that kind of how you feel at Life in Hell? It, it was. Um, I mean, I I had to work, and my ex-wife took more care of him at that time just because we need an income. Right. Um, so there was a lot of time spent apart, mm-hmm. too. So, and that's hard. Um and it's like I said, it's Salem to Portland isn't that far, but when you're not there, you're not there. Right. right. Well, that's a almost a two hour round trip, so I mean, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a good distance. Yeah. Did you guys ever use Ronald McDonald House? We did uh, resources uh, oh. uh, after surgery. Yeah. Uh, actually, even before surgery, so we were we were up there, and then we spent uh, a good deal of time up there. Yeah. So that was it. it got to the point where I would leave and go home, of course, because I had to get back to work, right. and his mom would stay with him. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I don't know. If I'm, I don't think I've told you this, Amanda, but um, Ozzy, who we've told his story, Ozzy's a, a little three-year-old boy who currently is in Seattle. He is in the middle of this car, study. this study. He's right. in a clinical trial. In the last picture, I saw things are looking really optimistic. That's great. But I wanted, I wanted his parents to meet Bill. So mm-hmm. what was that conversation like when you're talking to the parents of a kid going through exactly what you went through? Well, he, he looked at me and said, Baron can tell me what I need to know. He can give me information, but I can see you and you have a success. You have, you're walking, you're talking. You made it. And you've been through this. So 
uh, you give me hope so that um, I know that we can get through this. So, yeah. And for us, it's a lot of faith. So a lot of people are praying. Yeah. So. Well, the, the type of cancer that Ozzy has has a 1% survival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from diagnosis, you typically live about eight months. Well, he was diagnosed in March, so November is his, 11, his eighth month mark. Okay. Um, but everything's looking really positive. And I think, like Ozzy's mom said, you have to hold on to the 1%, right? Sure, sure. I mean, you have to, with have any to, hope. You have to hold on to anything and everything mm-hmm. that you have, whether it's little or big. You have to hold on to it because yeah. it's what will get you through. Well, in our last little bit, one of the coolest things that we were able to do for Michael, Michael was our go team this first quarter, and we did the polar plunge, but that raised money for Special Olympics. It was a cause that meant something to Michael, but Michael loves to play golf. Right. And so we organized, uh, we called it Pay It Forward, mm-hmm. and it was um, it was called a horse race format, but I hit, you hit, I hit, you hit, I hit, you hit. Right. And we did this out at Dallas Golf Course, and I think it was one, like the, one of the greatest days for Michael to watch him out there. <laughs> Anytime he can get on the... Anytime he can play golf, he, he loves it. So yeah, he, You'll always see him at our tournaments every year, single year. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story. Yeah, that my pleasure. probably was not easy. I know that I was tearing <laughs> up a few times. Um, so I commend you. And I'm glad I could get through it myself. Yeah. So. <laughs> so thank you for sharing with us. I know that wasn't easy. Okay. So. All right. Well, big shout out to our sponsors. Uh, five marketing and keep it Sarah simple. You guys are absolutely amazing, and we will be back next Saturday as, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.